Why are you so smart? Just like Give me that analogy again. Because I didn't understand, like... <laughs> well, there you go. You don't understand because he's too smart for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, dude. I can't even understand. Like, 1% of, like, my brain works. <laughs> and my brain? 99% <laughs> Is like buried like a glacier, <laughs> like that, right? Sus. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody to the Beta Report episode number fifteen. Dang, Don't. we're on fifteen. Yeah, Dude, boy. Fifteen. How many? How many have I missed? 15 in the back. <laughs> yeah. Ten. You've been, <laughs> been here for five. Yeah, you've been here for like five. Nah, dude, that's not 15. Last time I was here, we were on like two. Exactly, dude. We were on 2.5, actually. <laughs> There's been 15, man. Really? No, seriously. There's yes. been 15? For real, this is episode 15. 15. Don't you see on the agenda? You guys, you guys yeah. said you weren't going to meet last week. Did check, you guys really meet check. and just didn't want me to show up? So yeah. Kind of. Check the agenda, dude. Episode 15. You see that? So unprofessional. I never look there. at the agenda. I know. <laughs> I am one of your co-hosts. I'm Jeff. We got Uno. What up? Got Big Lou. What up? And we got Jay. What up, what up? And we're happy to bring you episode 15. This is a special Thanksgiving episode. And uh, we want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you'll be listening to us while you're eating your turkey. No, you probably won't. Not probably, but, no. but you'll have some free time. We hope that you guys can, as we say, waste your time with us. So uh, we got a pretty good show today. We want to talk about a couple of things that have been going on, some reviews. Um, we got, uh, since it's Thanksgiving, we want to share what, you th- what we think you should be watching for Thanksgiving. There's a couple of Thanksgiving movies, in case you didn't know there's a genre like yeah. that, Thanksgiving movies. We have our Jessica Jones review. You know that we've been wanting to see Jessica Jones for a while, and it's here. We binged, or at least some of us did. I know I did. I did too. Uh, binged all of Jessica Jones. Uh, we watched Mockingjay. Real, not real. This podcast. Oh, it's real. Real. Oh, it's real. Oh. Bullshit. Real, not real. Our audience. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that one, Bruce. There's a few of, of people out there that make me feel it's real, like Noy Davis. Noe Davis, Noe Davis, dude, Cindy. holding it down. We got our, our, Lisa. our faithful Wait, few there. Lisa doesn't even listen to this. She listens once in a while. How does she get on this show, though? Because Right place, right time. Yeah, yeah. right place, right time, dude. Exactly. Nobody showed up. It was just me. And I was like, <laughs> I need, I need, I need to do something. So we got a pretty good uh, uh, packed show. Um, but before we get started, I want to share a little story with you guys. We have, we have a lot of pageants, right? We Lots have, of pageants. You know, I would say not enough. Not enough? You don't think so? Yeah, dude. Smile. I think there's one that we don't, and it's not here in the United States, but some other people have other pageants, right? They, you know, they have the Miss Universe. Uh, they do have a Mr. Universe, I guess, too, right? But what would you guys think if we had a Mr. Ugly contest? Hey, we'd all win. Dude. I'd take first place. Collectively, the beta report would win. Well, in Zimbabwe, that's exactly what they have. Mr. But there was some controversy over there, dude. What? Some controversy with their contest. Why? Because ugly isn't politically correct? (laughs) Um, In Zimbabwe, I don't think that would probably be an issue. Okay. Um, But um, this guy, his name is Mison Sere from Zimbabwe. (laughs) (laughs) He won the contest, but people were, were really, really upset because they say... The, uh, the the guy who won the Mr. Ugly contest was too handsome. Dang. Too handsome. Isn't that Do you an have ugly a picture? moron? Uh, well, you have a picture can so we can have a reaction? A handsome, oh. ugly man? Well, we that's, that's part of the controversy there, right? Because they're saying, they were arguing that Miso Sere was only ugly when he opened his mouth. I carajo. I'll show you guys. <laughs> oh my goodness, what the <laughs> so heck? We'll post the picture up there. That would belong to ISIS for yeah. sure. Oh my God. So the reason that we're saying that was because that was a bit, and this is funny, a little bit more cosmetic <laughs> because it was his teeth. He could just drop his teeth, you know, fall, his teeth will fall out and that makes him ugly. But they think that being ugly should be the whole package, right? The whole face. Yeah. But when this guy opens his mouth, He's like really ugly. <laughs> so that's what they were saying. I don't think I could put that on the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, dude. They, they, probably they said, get... we'll, we'll put it up on Facebook, dude. We should. Mm. They said that uh, 
mm-hmm. the runner up and I got supporters. a question. You can put that clip in there. No, no, no. <laughs> I got a question for you. What happened to your teeth? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> I like this. I like this. This is what they said. They said the runner up and his supporters. Oh, let me back up. Some of the crowd at Zimbabwe's annual Mr. Ugly contest have complained that the winner was not ugly enough. The runner-up and his supporters, I guess the sore loser in this, said uh, Mison Sere's ugliness wasn't natural since it was based on missing teeth. Nice. <laughs> Mr. Sere won $500 and plans to start, wait for it, a TV career. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's yes. hilarious, dude. He says, Is he going to be a weather reporter? Uh, he's gonna be the fashion reporter. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, the entertainment sense. reporter in fashion. The organizer David Machawa told the BBC's Steve Vickers that models make money from their looks, so ugly people should have the same opportunity. Nice. Agreed. So, dude, this uh, guy's a hero, dude. Dude, he's like the patron saint of the beta report. Everywhere, dude. They actually have marketing contests. I mean, uh, contracts. Because of his ugliness. No, dude. <laughs> Serious. We got to post. You got to see these other pictures, dude. Look. Dang, what the, is that big boy? <laughs> <laughs> big boy? Big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Pre-op. Pre-op. Where's that, that cowboy at? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but uh, so they got, uh, besides hunger and famine, they got other problems over there, I guess, too, in Zimbabwe, right? Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to share with that. I thought that was pretty funny. That's freaking awesome, dude. We definitely need to put that on. Seriously. So, you're uh, talk about this top movies of this week because we actually went to go see one of these top yeah. movies. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Who did? Finally. We did. We did. What? We all went together, dude. dude yeah, dude. You, you guys, guys all really went go. together? We told you about it and you didn't want to come. I freaking hate you guys. I'm never coming back. <laughs> uh, you know what my favorite part of the movie was? Wait, hold on. Let me let me say what's sitting next to you guys. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah, Yeah. it was the best part. That was stupid. (laughs) Even if I would have gone, I wouldn't have sat next to you guys. (laughs) I know you wouldn't. Hanging out. Remember that one time that like, oh man, I had a moment with you. Yeah, dude, it was (laughs) perfect. You guys, when you guys both went for the popcorn at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Held each other's hand. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Top movies for this week, and like I said, we actually saw one. Number one was The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2. It made $101 million, And did you know that people were disappointed about it? Because it was expected for it to make uh, $130 million. How wow. much did it make? $101 million. $29 million short? Uh, according to their expectations. It was the least one Losers. out of the other ones. But uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it and we'll probably, we'll probably know why. You guys saw it? Not together. Is that the one you saw though? We see, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I uh, didn't see it. Well, we didn't see it. We know you didn't see it. Uh, number two, uh, Spectre. Uh, I saw that one. Did you really? I didn't. No, I didn't. You're real liar. <laughs> <laughs> number three, the Peanuts movie. Number four, The Night Before. Have you guys seen the commercials for this? The Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas? No, The Night Before. Oh, This no. is a Seth Rogen movie. Oh, isn't it like a Christmas movie though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I saw the previews. Yeah. It looks pretty funny, but who knows? Uh, I I didn't get to see it, so I'm not sure. It looks okay. Um, and number five, secret in their eyes. It was actually uh, I actually was uh, interested in this one. Secret in their eyes. Yeah, this it, is the one with Julia Roberts, right? Yeah, and who else? There's there's a lot of big time. Yeah, actors I forgot in this what one. the uh, I forget what the guy's name is. Um, the black dude who's in that, and I think he has Nicole Kidman, Samuel Jackson. Uh, no, for, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan no, Freeman? No. It's... Uh, Idris Elba? Uh, Michael B. Jordan? Shut up, dude. <laughs> can't talk to you. Chuetel Ijefor? Yeah, there you go. That's his name. Oh, that's him? I was yeah. just guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was him. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chuetel Ijefor, something like that. Yeah, dude. But that one, it actually looked like it, it was going to be uh, It's a very intense. interesting premise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the premise, Lee? What does the premise mean? So... <laughs> Julia Roberts is a mother, and oh, that is interesting. That's I awesome, believe, dude. I like that. I Tell me more. Her also, child was also uh, an FBI agent murdered. Oh, like a number movie. Murdered? Yep. Oh yes. And she finds. Yeah, the and yes. yeah. She ends up. Wait, is it Chill Till Age of Four? Yeah. He's the one, and that's yeah. her partner, right? Yeah, yeah, it's her partner. Yeah, that's right. I saw the previews on that. Yeah, she she's. Uh, so it is an interesting premise. Yes, it jerk. is because she <laughs> finds out it's actually her daughter. Yeah, tell yeah. me more. 
Why is it so interesting? You were paying attention? No, but tell me more. They find a body, but he and, and her partner is trying not to let her see. When she comes up and sees it's her daughter. And then she's trying to find out who's the one that killed him. They find him, but then he gets out in a technicality or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And so she pretty much, you know... Kills him? No, she goes rogue him. status, she dude. Rogue, trying to Good. Straight up vigilante yeah. status. That's what yeah. they should do. That's what they should allow people to okay, do. Okay, you know I'm just going to stop you right there before you start <laughs> saying stuff. I'll cut you Our off. flawed justice system. <laughs> Shut up. Please. Criminal justice Before system. you start going on the dark web. I know, dude. I'm already on it. <laughs> I'm sure you are. FBI is already on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, big movie of the week on the weekend was, of course, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2. Part and uh, Part uh, three out of the four here saw it. So, what did you guys think about it? Louis, what did you think? I mean, Uno, what did you think about it? Well, um, I think that it was good, but not great. Like, I think... Uh, there was kind of like it felt abrupt at time. Can we do spoilers? Well, we could just describe. You don't have to give spoilers. Okay, so I, I, I mean, I think it was abrupt at time. It felt rushed at time. It felt like there were stories in the movie that weren't fully shared with the audience. So yeah, kind of kind of left me wanting. Jay, um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty interesting throughout. The only thing I like, I was telling you guys before, was that um, the uh, I, I don't know. I kind of I, I couldn't get down with Katniss as a, like a lead character for some reason. Uh, I know Jennifer Lawrence is a good actress, but there was something about the way that she portrayed Katniss. Um, I don't know. I think I just wanted her to just kind of take more control of like herself and her situation but she always seemed like she was like like i don't know she i, I don't know it just it, she she always seemed like she was too like concerned with like other things and not with like herself and trying to survive and i don't know it's 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 weird i don't know how to explain it but did you like her in like the previous films or do you mean this is a critique overall i think overall like now that it's done i think just taking all of her Taking her performance from like beginning to end, like I just feel like, um, like Katniss, not Jennifer Lawrence as an actress, but Katniss as a character, I feel was like very like underwhelming, and I, 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 I don't know. I just there was something about her that I just could I like never actually like connected with her. Was like oh dang. Yeah, I feel I hear what you're saying. I feel like she was always kind of reacting to circumstances. Yeah, right. Yeah, like she's like. It. Like, uh, you know, being placed in the games, like, she reacts to that. See, like, like for example, like, she, well, because she starts she has, off, like, very, like, you know, her sacrificing right? herself. Yeah. yeah. Her sacrificing herself for her, her sister, Prim. She takes her will in her. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, she's taking charge of the situation. But yeah, I think a lot of, like, a lot of what transpires throughout the three films or, like, the four films, um, you know, she's always like Reactive. just reacting to just what's going on, right? Um, and I feel like they could have built they could have built off of her like taking the initiative more often. Um, well, which I mean, okay. it, maybe it's it's like portraying like a more of a human character. That's probably like how a normal person would react to certain to that situation that she's in or whatever. But yeah, because we got to remember the, the situation they're in is not a normal one. Like I was telling you before, it's not they they. I don't really feel the problem was her because she's a great actress, and I think since I I read the books and I can, I think she played that character very close to where the way that I would imagine the character is. Um, and you gotta remember in this one, she she did take off when they told her not to go to the front lines. She took off and went there, so she took initiative even when they told her not to. And then yeah. it was her mission That's true. to kill Snow, and it wasn't really given to her by anybody. You know yeah. what I mean? So she and I mean, and yeah, I mean, we don't want to get into spoilers and stuff, right. but like how the movie ends, too. That's like but her. But then she kills her mom. Oh, no, wait, wait. Yeah. No, just kidding. No. But um, spoiled it. Now I'm not going to go watch it. <laughs> Sounds like a stupid movie. Luke, it only made $101 million. <laughs> Did you that watch? Fell short. Did you watch the first and second short. one? No. You didn't watch any of the Hunger Games? No, movies? they look dumb. But no, I actually, I do want to watch them because I heard um, 
I heard they're pretty good. Yeah, so they're, they're I'll, good. I'll, I'll, I'll go back through all of them and watch them. So, in my opinion, one and two was great. Part one was good of Mock and Jay, but I think the problem with part two was the the pacing of the movie. Mm-hmm. That the pacing, there's times where the, the the pacing is at a at a at a just a uh, what would you call that? A really fast paced. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's this big lull in the in in the middle of the movie. Then it picks up again with you know all this action that's going on, and then again it's almost screeches to a halt. Yeah. And then you know, and it does that way too often where you're kind of like, oh, why does it keep stopping? You know, either keep going, yeah. or you know, slow down and then have a fast ending. So it was kind of not fast ending, but an action packed ending. And so it it was weird. And then a key scene in the book, um, they kind of downplayed it a little bit. You know, it's. It just happens so quick, and in the book, there's a it, there's a bit more setup to it. Yeah, and and it's a big scene, um, and it, it just didn't it just didn't I don't know it didn't have the impact that I think it should have had on on film that it did in the book. So I think that that's a big part. I think that kind of let me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the ending was a total uh, without giving anything away was a total kind of a Lord of the Rings. Uh, Return of the King ending. Right. Like, you guys remember that? It's like like 12 endings or something like right, that. But obviously right, right. it wasn't that many, but it just was like, it, would, it wouldn't it would end. It would just kind of drag on a little bit more. And then, is this the ending? Oh, no, there's this other part. Well, is this the ending now? It's, so it's kind of kind of has that feel to it. So right. Did you read the books? Like it feels did, indecisive. Did any of you yeah. read the books? I, I, yeah, I read Jeff the books. I read All the of books. them? Yes. Nice. There's only three books. Are they pretty close to like the movies? They did a good job. I mean, that I will commend them that they the the movies did a good job in adapting them, adapting the books. Um, there were some changes, obviously, but I think it's still good. Um, except for what I was just talking about right now, there's one key scene. I think that it, it kind of faltered a little bit, um, and the way it ended, I think in the book it ends up uh, you, you get that feel a bit better than in the movies. But yeah. Overall, I mean the, the the movie was 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 good. It wasn't bad at all. Um the uh and I was going to read one of our listeners uh his review. Uh let me um of course I just lost it right now. But uh, I mean what do you what I mean, yeah, I agree. I think that um <clears throat> the end felt indecisive, like we're not sure how to do this. And I think that was a reflection of kind of like the novels. But you know what? Like a thought I had too is like I feel like in general, I feel like movies or just storytellers have a hard time with endings, right? Like um, just kind of thinking about like Lord of the Rings, like you just mentioned Lord of the Rings, like they had a hard time ending it, right? Like if you think about just kind of trilogies and I mean not trilogies, but most of the times, you know, this happens like the end kind of leaves you uh, a little disappointed. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 If you can, if you can nail down, like if you can have a great ending, like, man, that's, that, that's key. Yeah. Like I think breaking bad, I think was one of the best endings to any story like ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have to, anyway, I would have to agree. Um, but I, I think, you know, everyone else, I mean, the acting was pretty good. Um, and, uh, Again, just I think the pacing and one key scene I think kind of falter a little bit, and that ending, yeah. like you said, does kind of make or break of the movie. And I and I think that might be uh, a little bit of a reason why maybe it didn't make as much money as the other ones. Yeah, uh, you know, I had a you know that that pacing I think kind of does kind of take a toll on you while you're sitting in that theater for a while. So, um, but uh, yeah, no no ideas, not Davis. Uh, put up his, his review. You could see it on our. Facebook page, and you can see what he says. Uh, but pretty much, um, he says he gives it an eight out of ten. So he liked it a lot. Um, but uh, other than that, I you know I think it's a good film. It's it's worthy of going to watch. Uh, so if you guys want to comment on it or say anything about it, please go ahead and go to our Facebook page and, and feel free to comment on what you think if you saw that. Um, but I heard you had to, um, like, you can't just start that movie. You can't just if you haven't seen the first two, yeah. You can't just three. jump into that or yeah. first three, yeah. Yeah, you can't just jump into that movie, right? Because it they they it picks up right where um the last one left off, correct? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it pretty much kind of leaves off where the other one uh kind of ended on. So 
Yeah, if you want to watch the series, it's best to go ahead and watch the whole yeah. uh, series. And it's movies. worth watching. It's like the other three movies are great movies. Um, and then this fourth movie, although it might not be at the same caliber of the first three movies, is still an overall like great story to kind of watch. Absolutely. Have you seen all four? Yeah. Are they, out of all of them, which one's the best? I think I like the Mocking J part one. The previous one. I think I like that one the best. I would have to go to the first one. I mean, it does a great job of setting up the kind of world they live in. Yeah. And the whole concept of the Hunger Games, I mean, you know, it's it's great. And yeah. then and then part two had a lot of good action in it too. And it was So very what good. is the whole concept of the Hunger Games? Are they are they because I've never read them, I've never seen them. They look stupid to me, but what's like <laughs> it, it just looks dumb, but I mean, is it they're trying to survive? So they live in this in this um, they, they live in this country called Panem, mm-hmm. and it's made up of twelve districts. Originally, 13. it was thirteen, oh, yeah. but it was in, in the, when you start the book or the movie, they're in twelve districts, uh, and the twelve districts service the capital. So the capital is sort of like the master, like and the Rome. twelve, yeah. Districts are yeah. the slaves to the capital, and uh, and each district is like they are specialized in a certain thing for the the capital, like the like hunter like district. We, like like well, we we live uh, like. we start off with uh, District Twelve, which is like the mining. Yeah. They have miners there, coal. That's and all they like focus that. on, right? So, so and it's a very kind of post apocalyptic type living. You know, they they There's live, zombies. Um, Ish, ish, I guess. Yeah, and they don't see that till later. But but no, not zombies like you think. Like Walking Dead, everyone's walking around. But <laughs> it's kind of a, a weird sense where like they live like in like almost the olden days. But yeah. there's uh, it technology. feels like the Depression era. Yeah, but there's yeah. like a lot of technology, uh, high end technology. But uh, anyways, um, so yeah, and then in order to keep these districts in line, they do the Hunger Games, which is pretty kind of. Uh, savage because they, they they pick a tribute two tributes from each just district yeah and they have to be under eighteen it's between what ten and eighteen or something yeah something like that ages or something like that. I don't remember what the the youngest age is and they put them in a kind of a battle to the death and they have to all kill each other and the last one living is the tribute the the winner of their Hunger Games and they get a special um, uh, treatment for their district. And then they're act, they're like the winners, so they're um, treated like kind of like a celebrity or something. But they do this in order to keep the districts in line. So that's basically the concept, and the premise of the the Hunger Games. Um, and Katniss is the one ends up rebelling against the capital um, unwillingly, kind of, because that was not her her only um, uh, intention motivation yeah. uh, to get through the games is to save Peta, which is the other. Um, uh, guy so, that went in the can tribute? they escape? No, uh, no, it's not made for them to escape. They do in the second movie, but then you'd have to go ahead and watch the movies. But it's good. I recommend that you actually go and, and check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's a it's a good concept. So now that we're hitting Thanksgiving, we had mentioned at the top that we wanted to go ahead and mention three top Thanksgiving movies that we want to recommend for you guys to watch. Three classics. Three classics. We'll start with number three. This is a classic movie and probably Al Pacino's one of his best movies. In fact, he won yes. an Oscar for this movie as a supporting actor. Uh, and uh, we're talking about Scent of a Woman. Let me play a clip. Mr. Sims, you are a cover-up artist and you are a liar. But not a snitch. Excuse me? No, I don't think I will. Mr. Slade. This is such a crock of shit. Um, a lot of people kind of sleep on that uh, just because Al Pacino has such a like great catalog of films. But um, if you're an Al Pacino fan and you haven't seen this movie, which um, isn't abnormal, a lot of people kind of sleep on Son of a Woman. You really I don't know check if I could call you an Al Pacino fan and you don't know about this movie. Well, yeah. I mean, I think some people might sleep on it because it's not like a gangster movie. He's not playing like this like action star. You know what I mean? Like It's not the typical Al Pacino role. You're right, Devin. Great, if you're a fan movie. of Al Pacino, you should know this you movie. You should know this movie because yeah. this... Hoo-ah. 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 
Um, this is an awesome movie. It's a great movie. Um, and yes, Al Pacino's best. And you're right, though. He doesn't typically play a character like this. You know, yeah. we know him as, you know, Tony Montana and in Heat. And, Heat and, and like Godfather. But yeah, this is completely like a different type of type of role. Yeah, definitely. It's a great movie, though. But it's, uh, it does, you know, there's a Thanksgiving theme around it. So that's why we picked this movie as our, our number three pick. Uh, our number two pick which I think um, some, of you, some of you will, will know, is a classic as well. It stars the late, John, late great John Candy. That guy's good. And Steve Martin. He was Martin. pretty sweet. Yeah, he was. And Steve Martin. And this is Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. Let's play this clip. Now, oh. Oh. why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. That's a classic scene. It's so awesome. That's Epic. A, yeah, it's a great scene. It's a great movie. This movie will tug at your heartstrings definitely and towards the end you you got this john candy was so great in playing these these lovable you know characters like teddy bear characters yes uh. yes man remember uh if you guys remember he also played um a uh, character in home alone yeah when uh um the polka van the polka van yes and uh, oh yeah, do you remember the big guy? Yeah, when she's trying oh, to yeah. fly That's back. John Candy. That's John Candy. Yeah, That's John yeah. Candy. He's got a great catalog of movies too. Um, unfortunately, he passed away uh, a good what uh, fifteen years ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. been a while, but he was great. And, and this movie's great. It's a very uh, it's a great movie to watch during Thanksgiving as well. So I, I, I pretty much guarantee you guys will have a good time watching this movie. And number one goes without saying. How can you have? How can you not have a Halloween special, Halloween. a Christmas special, ah. and a Thanksgiving special without, without the Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Oh man! Without Charlie Brown. talked a little bit about the Charlie <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or that clip that you played last week of uh, Snoopy laughing. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I said that. Yeah. I was like, oh, just cracking up. I loved it. But Charlie Brown, it just has that. Um, I know some people don't like it. Some people think it might not be funny or whatever. But it's just, I think it just brings back some childhood memories about yeah. Charlie Brown and Snoopy and Linus and Pigpen and all the, the Peanuts gang. So... Um, definitely something that if you guys have kids, great to watch the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving uh, special. So it's, it plays every year. You guys probably can, can catch it there. Um, or um, uh, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. We'll, we'll look it up and see if it's yeah, on I got I got something I want to wing for this show, dude. So what if we say three things, three movies, and then three TV shows the Beta Report is thankful for? How about that? Can we do that? Yeah. Three yeah, what? See. Three movies that we're thankful for, or TV three TV shows? shows we're thankful for. I know. I think we can all agree. Ant Man. Ant Man. <laughs> Ant Man's Ant-Man definitely the top of our list for the Beta Report. It's not on my list. I've not even seen it. You still haven't seen it? No, oh dude. I'm sending you a link. <laughs> of where you can buy tickets to watch. Where you the can movie. buy tickets to stream it. For free ninety nine. <laughs> yes. Um, so free so I, I although we haven't seen it, I think like Star Wars belongs oh, on that list goodness. for sure, dude. I no, could just, we haven't seen it. It can't be on the list, dude. I Sorry. could just base it on the TV spots, the trailers. It's not gonna suck, dude. There's no chance it's gonna suck. No. no how much? How much do you think that movie? Okay, what are they projecting that movie's gonna make? I don't think anybody has projected, but it's gonna make all the money. <laughs> Dude, all the money in the all world. The money in the world. <laughs> they just say that it's gonna make all the money, dude. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. For just that one night, yeah, the seventeenth, already that one night, dude. Yeah, no, it was sold out. Like not just sold out. It's already made fifty-five million dollars for that one opening night. 
Jeez. Not even is the weekend. Is it the most? Not this, even the weekend. Is that? Yes. yes. Broken records already, yes. And it hasn't even come out no, yet. Not yet. <laughs> what the heck? So the, I'm projecting that movie is probably going to make... 250. Uh, no, I think that's at least 280, 290 on the weekend. 300. 290? Yeah, 300 million. Insane. Yeah. Dude, they, they, that movie, there's some theaters that, that's only going to play Star Wars on every Smart screen. Move. On every screen. Dude, they're going to sell out every every single one. For sure, dude. They're going to sell out every single one, dude. They're going to sell every screen, every theater is going to play. Why are you shaking your head? Both of Both you. Both of you fools. What, you guys don't agree? Dude, you guys don't think Star Wars should be in it? You know what? Shut their mics off. Their mics are off, dude. Shut it off. We're sorry, ladies sorry. and gentlemen. Jay you know and Big Lou are blaspheming right now. Out. You know what? Not even shut their mics. You guys go ahead and just leave. If you guys are going to disagree with us, with the Star Wars stuff, please just, yes, just, just go. Let me play a song for you guys. Goodbye. Get out of here. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. But um, uh, who would you, what what would you put as like the number three movie we're like thankful for though? That's kind of hard. I know Ant Man, Star Wars. Would you say Avengers makes that list? Um, you know, I I liked Avengers, but uh, you mean Age of Ultron? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it would make my third Top of the list. Three movies and are we of talking the about the year? Just yeah, the year? so far. What else has there been? There um, was uh, Furious, the Fast and the Furious movie. No, not not thankful for. I I think, um, oh man, I'd, I'd be inclined to put up uh, Sicario. I haven't even seen it yet. Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, Mission Impossible. I think um, I think Good one boy. thing that everybody was thinking when that movie came out yeah. was, here we go, a retread. It's gonna be the same stuff. Yeah, but. It's kind of amazing when you think about it that they kind of revitalized that series again. They did. Honestly. Honestly, I think they did something different with having a a female lead almost. You know, she wasn't the lead, obviously, but she, you know. She was a very big part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I really liked that. So I, 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 you know, I'm thankful that they did that movie and they revitalized it. Yeah, you're right. You know, so Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, man. So. Um, you wanted to say what TV shows though too, right? Oh, yeah, let's go TV shows, dude. All right. Did, um, thank did Daredevil you. come out this year? Yeah, it yes, did, right? at the beginning of Daredevil, the Daredevil, dude. So yes, my pick would be Daredevil. I think, um, in fact, I think Marvel's, you know, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people say that, um, oh man, I'm going to have trouble with this list though because I'm going to have more than three, but I'm going to have to no, say a tie. To- I'm going to say they're going to be a tie, but number one would have to be... Um, uh, well, let me back up. Number three for me would be uh, The Walking Dead. Okay. I think The Walking Dead is is um, still to me. I know some people uh, can argue against it, but I, I love The Walking Dead. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. The, the the characters in there. It makes me want to see the next episode. It's great. I yeah. think... Uh, this is, I think this is one of the better seasons they've had in like two or three years. Yeah, I think it's great. It's yeah. nonstop. It's, yeah. They, they, there are some filler episodes, but I think it was great. Uh, second... For me is uh, the Flash. Um, oh yeah, Flash. The Flash. This first season, dude. At number two, yes, dude. You're bumping one of these Marvel ones off the list. No, I'm not. You'll see okay. right now. The Flash is um, is a great series, man. I love it. I, I think episode one was great, and that they had this arc that you saw from the beginning. Yeah, and they carried that arc all the way through to 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 the end. Yeah, and that's a you know, it's not just a 12, 13 episode uh, season. It's like a 19, 20 episode season. So we're yeah. talking about they carried this arc through the whole season and it was great. It yeah. was really good. Uh, the, the the characters in it, Cisco Ramon and, yeah, those are and cool Caitlin Snow and yeah. uh, I, Iris, I have problems with, but um, The Flash overall is a great TV show. Um, it, we have one of our listeners who put up their own review up there too. Yeah. Actually, I don't think he... Put it out. We're gonna have to post his review. I think he emailed it to us. Oh. But um it was it was great. It's a great show. Uh very well done. And number one to me, I, I have to put up there a, a tie between Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Um Daredevil introduced both Daredevil and Jessica Jones introduces us to a different world within the same Marvel universe. And yeah. that's what I think is great. We got to think and step back here a little bit and talk about 
there is the Avengers, you know, the 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 um that Marvel universe, right. you know, Iron Man, Tony Stark and you know the the, the world Hulk, that we've seen, the cinematic America, universe yeah. and and the Hulk yeah, exactly and the Avengers. And then uh, think about the TV ones, because then now you have Agent Shield, of Shield and, and Agent Carter, who are, I think, both um, a- um, Agents of Shield, like we talked about before, episode, I mean, I'm sorry, season two, great, and season three. Are there in season three or? Uh, I don't know. Season two, I think. Uh, well, anyways, great. Very, uh, yeah. They're in season three. So it's it's been great. It's been getting really good. And Agent Carter, I think, was well, very well done. But both of those and all of the other universe do not enter into a more realistic, dark uh, part of the Marvel universe. And that's where Daredevil and Jessica Jones comes in. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit, a little bit more uh, in depth into Jessica Jones in a second. But I think Daredevil brought that grittiness, that dark um, kind of uh, cinematic and, and, feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, it didn't feel as polished as like Shield, right? Right. Shield feels kind of sitcommy, like it feels very like processed. Even yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. I think that's a good way to say it because it does feel like you want to put that that comedy in, and your Coulson yeah. making is one liners and and whatever. But then you come to Daredevil and the and the. Um, you know, Hell's Kitchen being more of a kind of a skid row, yeah. kind of a very um, different urban feel to it, you know? Yeah. Um, and and then we come to Jessica Jones. Now, uh, and we'll just jump into the review for Jessica Jones. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I can give you my three, dude. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm jumping my, into I it. would say, um, I would agree, Walking Dead, I feel, has been one of the greatest, uh, like, seasons um, I haven't finished Jessica Jones, so I can't put it there yet. But I would probably say Daredevil's number two. And number one, dude, I'm telling you to watch this show, Mr. Robot. Like, Mr. Robot was a breath of fresh air, dude. Like, every episode, every time the episode ended, I was just, like, anxious for the next episode, just, like, for the next week. It was, like, different and engaging. And um, also, like, the kind of the subject matter, like, this whole like hacker movement, right? Like, uh, I feel like it's really relevant to our times. Um, but uh, it's also a story we haven't heard before, right? Like we've heard the story about drug dealers and vigilantes and, um, even like, uh, kind of like with game of Thrones, like knights and fantasy, but this whole hacker world, like technology, like it's new, you know, but that one's number one, dude. I free, I'm really thankful for that. So you, I, I recommend that to us, you listeners, Mr. Robot, great show. Anyway. And to cap off our being thankful for these TV shows and movies, we want to give one great thankfulness for Michael Pena because he has made our year great. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Thanks, thanks, Dad. Thanks. Exactly. Thank you for being a a breath of fresh air for us, too. Oh, no no, no problem, Dad. I love love air. (laughs) You love air? I love air. I, I love air Nikes. I like air Reeboks. I like... All those airs. Okay, good. I'm They're glad. tight, dog. <laughs> so we're thankful for Michael Pena. But let's move on, and, and we're going to uh, talk about our um, review for Jessica Jones. Um, we've been we've been kind of waiting for this for a while. And What did we uh, tell you? I, I have to tell you, man. This, this Jessica Jones series is... So well done. Yeah. So good. I, I I watched the whole season. I binged on it Man. this weekend and finished actually today. I finished the last episode. Um, but wow, man, it's just the the and a little disclaimer, um, this is a different Marvel universe that we're talking about. It's in the same universe. They acknowledge, you know, the incident in New York, which is right. the first Avengers. Um, and uh they acknowledge the, the Hulk. They don't the say Hulk. Hulk. They say the they say green guy. The big green guy. And the flag waver. And his crew, yeah, and the flag waver. So they know about this world. They know about these other characters. Why they don't mention by name, I don't know. But um, although I think uh, Daredevil does mention, they say Tony Stark or something like that. Yeah. Um, But uh, they they did this world in which, um, and again, I was was starting to say a disclaimer with, um, there is some sexual uh, um, content. Content, yes, I was gonna say, uh, 
activities, <laughs> sexual, there's sexual content, there's sexual, um, uh, uh, assumptions in there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so a little, you know, for those that are easily offended by that stuff, I'll just let you guys know there is no nudity. They don't say the F word, but they do say other cuss words in there. So they, I think it gives it a realistic and feel And it's really to it. violent, too. It is for violent. For those of you who... Oh, my God. Is I it mean, violent? Yeah. It's, it's super it violent. Is, uh, how far did you get? Um, I think one and a half episodes away from finishing. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know... Okay. So, you've seen... Yeah. There is some gore into it. Uh, but let me give you... Let me tell you why I think this it makes it so well. Um, first of all, let's start off with the cast. Yeah. Kristen Ritter is just... You know, and I don't know too much about Jessica Jones. I, it's not like I can come here and sit here and, and be knowledgeable about that character. Yeah. But from what I read, what that character is supposed to be and the way Kristen Ritter plays it. Yeah. I mean, spot on. I mean, yeah. she plays a very flawed person with powers. Yeah. And she does not consider herself a hero. Yeah. Um, eventually, we're seeing that journey. Uh, but... She just plays it really well. Spot she on. She does an amazing job. Um, the uh, Rachel Taylor, who plays uh, Trish, uh, which is her best friend, um, does a great job, too. That chemistry they have as... Um, as um, Like sisters? Uh, yeah, but what's the word? Uh, they're not exactly sisters. They're... Um, stepsisters? Kind of stepsisters, I guess. Yeah. Um, Adopted sisters. Yeah. They, uh, they they have this chemistry. They play it so well. I think they did such a good job. Yeah. Um, Mike Coulter, who plays Luke Cage. Yeah. He does a really good job as Luke Cage. He does. And uh, the chemistry that he has with um, Christian Ritter or Jessica Jones' character is amazing. It's really good. Um, and there's others in there that play, you know, some other minor parts. Dude, I really like uh, Echo Darville, who plays Malcolm. Yes. Like, he's just kind of like a... Like, He's got that John Candy, like charming, like lovable kind of uh, presence on screen too. You know, he's he's um, he's kind of the heart of it a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. he he does a really good job. And let's not forget, yes, David Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrie Ann Moss. She's in uh, this too. Yeah. she plays so, uh, Jerry Hogarth. For those of you who are big fans of The Matrix and Miss Trinity, she's in this show and plays a totally different character. But and, but she's still good. Manipulative, but, evil. But no, I was going with. You were going to say probably, and, and and this is not only my opinion. I've read other people who have said it too. The most terrifying and best villain that Marvel has come up with, and yeah. that is a lot. You know that has a lot. Uh, to say in it when we have Ultron and Loki, who's probably the the, the favorite villain in in the Marvel universe, I think a is, lot of people think yeah. it's Loki. Yeah, in, in the way that um, uh, th- that actor plays Loki. But if you're looking for probably the most horrifying, scariest, most intimidating villain in the movies or TV to date, mm-hmm. that's David Tennant. As Kilgrave, yeah, or as in he's known in the comics, the Purple Man, yeah, and oh man, this—I'm telling you guys, you guys watch it just to watch his performance, yeah. He is terrifying, yeah, and I think it's because he plays a character who's got no aspirations of world dominance, yeah. He's got no uh, um, desire to be a kingpin of crime, right, or to. Um, uh, to be this top um, villain in any such no, he only does his things to serve his own purposes and his own desire. Yeah, and his desire is Jessica Jones, and yeah. he will literally kill for her. Yeah, and he's so demented that he he feels that he can make her love her without even without mm-hmm. his power. Now, for people who don't know, he's got uh, the power to control minds. Yeah. Basically, what he says. He tells you to do something, that's what you have to do. Yeah. So when you're around him, uh, he releases kind of like this pheromone, um, which uh, lets you kind of be open to suggestions. So if you're around him and he's like, "Um, I want you to pull out your hairs right now, you would start pulling out your hairs. And then um, also that, that effect lasts as long as you're by him or up to like 10, 12 hours away from him or whatever. But yeah, that's his power. Yeah. 
And it's terrifying because yeah. he could just basically, like you said, tell someone, hey, take your eye out right now. Yeah. And that person cannot stop and will try. To, I mean, there's that doesn't happen here, but it's basically that. I don't want to give anything away. That's why I'm not saying yeah. the, the actual things he says, but um, he, he makes people do everything. Is, is, yeah. He even mentions there's a scene where he tells Jessica Jones, we're like, oh, what kind of world do you live in that you, you know, have to do your own thing? You know, without having yeah. people do it for you, like he's he's in this world so where disconnected, disconnected, yeah. where he just makes people do whatever he wants. Yeah, there's no there's no one who can tell him no. Yeah, basically. So it's like he's like a yeah. like a huge brat, but in a very psychotic, yeah, sociopathic way. You know, there's this one scene, and I'm not I'm not spoiling anything, but just kind of to show you like how cunning he is. There's this one scene where it's like, why don't like you know you're probably watching this as an as the audience, and you're like, why not just snap this guy's neck, right? Like, why not just kill this guy, get rid of him? And there's this one scene where he's like, you know, if you kill me, there'll be like 20 suicides or something like that throughout the city. And then, like, uh, Jessica Jones is like, you're bluffing. And he's like, am I? But just, like, that kind of, like, um, uh, like for, forward thinking, that forethought to be, like, just in case something happens to me, I have all these lives that are, like, uh, connected to mine, so to speak. Like, to kind of leverage against somebody who is like Jessica, who cares about people, or who is, like, even, like, a Tony Stark or even, like, a Captain America. Like, I can't see any hero in the Marvel universe being okay with like, okay, I'm going to get rid of this guy, but it's going to cost me 40 lives. You know what I mean? Like he's just so cunning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's, uh, he's a scary guy, man. Yeah. And watch it. And it's just the, the, the fact that this is not a fart. Well, obviously there's no mind control, but he doesn't have powers where he flies. He doesn't have powers where he's shooting beams out of his eyes or something. Yeah. It's just something as simple as, Telling, making somebody do something. Yeah. And and it's just that, you know, where you can relate to, look at it and say, wow, this could, not that this could happen, but it's not, not you know, it, it, you're watching on screen like it could, you know, happen or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. So it's, it, it's just, it's, it's great. He does it such a good job. And I think that's one of the reasons why you should just watch it because of David Tennant playing, playing Kilgrave. But uh, it was a great um, series. I can't wait for, Season two. Now it's gonna be uh, season two of uh, Daredevil coming in a few. Uh, oh, this few is months. so perfect, <laughs> man! Like, dude, like Netflix is really like killing it right now. It's because it's like they have great shows with Orange Is the New Black, House of Cards, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Master None. Those are great shows. Five great shows. They really are. They really are. Um, so we can't wait to see what else they got under, you know, and then with the Defender series, Luke Cage is going to start filming next year. I oh, can't nice. wait to see Luke Cage. He did a good yeah. job. Of, yeah, he did. Of, of, of um, presenting us Luke Cage that it's like, now I can't wait for his series. Yeah. Um, uh, and then also they're going to do, uh, they, they might also do uh, Iron Fist, right? They uh, actually this week has have officially said that they haven't um, they said it not to do it because there were rumors that they couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So uh, they said, no, we're still going to do it. So they're still working on cool. Iron Fist. You know, one thing that I like about Netflix uh, uh, putting out such quality shows is like I feel like it's going to push other uh, streaming services to put out quality content. And on that note, I started watching uh, The Man in High Castle, which is like an Amazon series. I'm only two episodes in, but like kind of disclaimer, I love like World War II history stuff. And this is kind of like, uh, this is a, like, what what would the U.S. look like if... Yeah, alternate history. Right, alternate history. Um, what would it look like if, you know, Germany won the war and Japan won the war? And it's kind of like, you know, takes you into that, that, that era, that hypothetical world. But it, it's... I'm two episodes in. I'll let you guys know more later. But, um, you know, I'm looking forward to like Amazon doing better, better content, Hulu doing a better content, um, even like Crackles trying. I know they have a, like a Dennis Quaid series coming up. So I, I like that Netflix is doing it because it's like, you know, it's pushing, it's pushing uh, other services. <clears throat> yeah. And they, um, 
They're doing, they're doing a good job. And I've been wanting to see Man in, a, uh, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, and because uh, I do like the same thing too, World War II yeah. stuff. and Love it, dude. This alternate history kind of thing is, <clears throat> is great too. So I definitely want to go and check that out. But before we leave, uh, we want to give you uh, our pick of the week. There's two picks of the week actually. Um, but one... You know, if you haven't been watching The Walking Dead, I guess it won't matter too much. But for the ones that do, I don't even have to tell you guys, but mid-season finale is coming up this Sunday, yeah. and it looks like a doozy. So do not miss it. Check that out. I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. And our other pick um, is something that we highly recommend, too. Um, the reviews have been great, and this is Creed. Yes, Rocky. So uh, the, the Sylvester Stallone. Just will not die. And so uh, Creed is coming out. It's hitting theaters this weekend. The reviews have been great. Um, a lot of kind of people are like, oh, great, Rocky. But um, in all honesty, I think I think the, the Rocky Balboa movie was really good. And I suspect uh, Creed to be, to be uh, you know, to be just as good, if not better. So another option for you guys is uh, Creed. Yeah, and um, a lot of people thought maybe that Sylvester Stallone was going to get in the way or if it's not going to be great because, you know, he's in it. But no, actually, uh, it uh, they're saying that he did a really good job on it too. So definitely something that I want to check out is, is yeah. uh, Creed. So um, I'm sure we'll have a lot of time to go to the movies this weekend. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or if you're making line for Black Friday, maybe you won't. But uh, we definitely think that you guys, you guys should... Uh, Put some time out and, and watch uh, a movie. And Creed would be something to watch. Uh, and I'm sure you guys will enjoy For sure. it. So before we go, um, we just, uh, if you guys are wondering, did we really kick out Louis and uh, Jay? Yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> That's what happens when you doubt Star Wars greatness. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Sorry, guys. It's just, it's the, it's the Jeff and Uno show now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Juno report. Do, do not... Do not argue with us about Star Wars. No. All right. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, the the beta report contest is still ongoing. Please uh, participate in it. If you guys want some free tickets to go watch Star Wars and a chance at a beta box with some awesome, awesome gifts inside it, you guys will enjoy it. So go ahead and uh, look. go to our Facebook page to see the requirements for um the, the contest, go ahead, Louis, just give them really quick. The so really quick, um, if you want to enter for a chance to win two free tickets, you just have to share this episode on your wall um, and engage and talk to us on social media. That's it. Either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any of those. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at The Beta Report and uh, our Facebook page, of course, The Beta Report. Uh, at Facebook or whatever the link is for Facebook. <laughs> you guys can find it. You'll see it on there. But uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate everything you guys do. For those that continue to support us, we're, we're grateful for that. We hope that you continue listening and share it with your friends. Tell others, tell everybody so that we can be a part of the Beta Report family. For the Beta Report, I'm Jeff. I'm Uno. And we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye.